Hello, I am Jonathan Medina. Welcome to the Bizarre MTG Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something really interesting, MTG Fitness, and I'm joined by two fitness buffs who are here to pump you up. Do you want to introduce yourselves? <laughs> Emma, by all means. Okay. Let's start okay. with you, Emma. So, hello everyone. Um, I'm Emma Partlow. Uh, I write for TCG Player. Uh, every week I write about budget magic, mainly about Pioneer and Modern, um, all about trying to get people into magic in a more affordable way. Um, otherwise, I'm on Twitter a lot, and at the moment, I'm talking a lot about fitness, so sorry about that. Uh, my name is Dave. Uh, I am. Uh, I write for Cool Stuff, Inc. I write about Commander. Uh, my stuff comes out every Friday, and then I write some stuff on my own. Uh, I do some streaming of my own. I spend a lot of time bothering other people on their streams, uh, and in uh real life well in the before times i am i work as a uh certified personal trainer uh at a gym here in reno nevada where i live so uh i am uh i am straddling both worlds as it were uh as it relates to this particular topic fitness and magic so uh very happy to be here with you guys so personal trainer by day and commander content creator by night that's it. You got it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> All right. So what I wanted to, I guess I just want to break this topic open with what is MTG fitness? How come it's not just fitness? Like, why do we call it MTG fitness? I don't know. It's just like, a, it's like a hashtag on Twitter for quite a while, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's yep. cool. I'm just going to join in. Yep. I guess yeah. it's like MTG that's, dad. That's what it was right? for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same, same here. And I think what I've, what I've sort of discovered is that um it, it's it's a it's a different uh sort of uh flavor of the gathering you know we talk about the gathering a lot as it relates to magic and you know we gather to play and we gather to create content we gather to consume content um but i think you know mtg fitness and like you said mtg dads and there's mtg everything um it's it's a it's a way for people a subset of of the magic community to uh, to to gather about something that isn't necessarily directly related to magic, but as we're going to talk about, um, there's a lot more that tie in, I think, than maybe people realize. Um, so I think that that's how I've uh, sort of interpreted it. Okay, so like uh, for people who are into magic and into fitness, th- th- this is like a cross section of that. It kind of yeah. draws those people together. For sure. Okay. Very cool. It's like, um, and we might talk about this later. Uh, Emma, you started like an MTG Fitness uh, Strava group or something like that. Yes, that's correct. Um, I've created a on Strava. They call it a club, so it's, it's essentially it's like a group where you can follow, um, you can join it. And um, so, for those who don't know, Strava is a it's a like a fitness app where you can record runs and walks and stuff like that. And you can create a club, uh, inviting anyone you feel like or just leave it open to whoever um and they encourages people to get fit you can see how other people are doing you can cheer people on that kind of thing um because i I use strava for all my running so i just thought why not share it with everyone else and get other people involved and there's like 20 people in there now so i'm quite happy with that (laughs) yeah that's pretty good just just off the cuff i was quite happy with it so it's awesome yeah pretty good turnout so 
why don't you why don't you guys tell me about your like how did the how did fitness start to become part of your lives? I guess we could start with Emma. Um so it was more about diet than fitness to begin with. Um so we'll go into we'll go into my origin story. Um like two years ago. So I'm 31 now. So when I was like in my late 28, early 29 years old, um I was I was overweight, so I was like 235 pounds. And there was just like I just remember waking up one morning being like really tired and just a bit fed up and I'm like kind of want to do something about this like, I'm tired of being tired I'm tired of being sick a lot because I'm not eating well I'm always unwell because my immune system's not very good and mm-hmm. it's just like it just 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 like just had this epiphany of just like I really need to do something because you know the older you get the more you kind of have to look after yourself because you know age age just come into it so in that time I just started I, it was less about exercise more just about eating well so just like monitoring calories and eating doing five a day eating greens all that kind of stuff and in like a year I lost like 60 pounds wow just from just from eating well as opposed to you know not not necessarily getting fit but just sorting out my food you know eating at a sensible time you know all that kind of stuff Um, was it was it a drastic change for you to change your eating habits um no, because you kind of wean yourself off stuff. So the worst thing you can do if you want to diet is to cut yourself something off straight away. So, for example, with sugar, we all have like an addiction to sugar. It can be quite, you know, good to have. It was bad for you, but you enjoy it. Right. Um, if you if you go like cold turkey, you will just have like withdrawals and you more likely go back onto it. But if you just like cut down your portion size, day by day or week by week it's a lot easier to come off it I find and that's what I did I just kind of slowly cut everything out um because otherwise my body's just gonna be like what the hell <laughs> you know <and> could <laughs> yep. go into a shock it can it can put a lot of stress on the body and the last thing you want in these sort of uh, like diets and fitnesses is just to put stress on the body because it's not prepared to deal with it the, I'm com- and I'm coming from and I'm coming from experience. I'm not a professional. This is just all life experience. But if you want to lose weight or get into fitness, you have to be prepared, and you've got to take your time. There is no short corners. You can't cut corners at all. I can I can absolutely confirm that. <laughs> all right. So, so far, so t- good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, so tell us about you, Dave. How did you get into this fitness stuff? And even so much so that it's your job, right? Yeah. So um, kind of in a similar vein to what Emma said, um, it was about uh, three years ago for me. Um, it was I. It was at a point in my life where a lot of things were kind of out of control um, that I couldn't control. I was in a really tough career at the time um, in a really rough you know, employment situation had uh, family problems, money problems, all this stuff that I couldn't like, you know, flip a switch and fix. And one day I, I kind of came to that realization that I needed to do something about something. And, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of searched and, and I, I was like, okay, this is the thing I can control. So I have to control it. And I'd always been uh, very lazy and very proud of it. I um, <laughs> lazy like, and I, proud. <laughs> you, you, people would say I'm the laziest person in the world. I'd be like, heck, no, you're not. Like that's me. Get out. Get, you know, get on my level. Um, <laughs> and I just, I, I, 
I had always been overweight myself. I was almost 300 pounds for a while um, wow. at six at six one, which is um, which is not good. And I was hovering in the 250 to 275 range for a long time, and that's where I was when I started uh, my fitness journey. Um, and I and I could never have been motivated enough to do anything about it. And um, if I, you know, it was that it was approaching it from that lens of having control. Um, at a time when any everything else was not in my control that really kind of made the light bulb go on for me. And so, um, you know, similar to what, you know, to Emma was saying with her with 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 food, I started activity and nutrition, but especially activity a step at a time. So like I knew I had done the whole, you know, New Year's resolution thing in the past and I had joined gyms and gone for two days and and never gone back <laughs> and all that stuff. And I needed this to be different, like many of us have. Um, I needed this to be different. And so I very intentionally did not go near a gym for the first month. I just made a point to walk every day. And the first couple of days, it was just a couple blocks. Funny um, you should say the- that. Sorry to interrupt. Funny you should say that. I've only been going to the gym for the last like six months because <laughs> I spent a yeah. lot of time outside. Because you get a little self-conscious, don't you? Just being yes. in a room full of sweaty, fit people. It's like... 100%. Hundred really percent, and we'll and we'll talk more about that part later, um, uh, for sure. But I, I, yes, that that that's it. Is that you want to, you know, just like Emma was saying, that the key is to set yourself up for success, and so you make it. You know, yeah, there's big goals way down the road, right? And it's good to have those, and we like those. But the key is, you know, setting and achieving little tiny goals along the way. And so for me, it was just get used to getting active at a time when I wasn't active. So I started out walking a couple blocks a day and then it turned into a mile and then it was two miles. And then I was walking five, six, 10 miles at a time. Um, and then when I felt like, okay, I, I've gotten to that point where I will miss this if I don't do it, then I went to the gym. And then I was in, I was there, I was prepared. My head was in the right place to get into it. Um, you know, I, I, I started out kind of on my own. Um, I realized that for me that was not working. So I, I started working with a coach, um, had an amazing experience with, with, with that. And then when I decided I needed a a career change, um, I started to think about what do I want to do? And I had always had it in the back of my head ever since I started this journey. Well, it'd be pretty cool to, to, to be a, to be a trainer, to be a coach someday. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, I mean, I need to do something different, so let's do that. So, um, I treated it, you know, I took a summer off essentially, and I treated it like college. Um, I got the, 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 the textbook and the prep material. And I went to the library every day because I didn't trust myself to do the work in my apartment. Um, and uh, I treated it like college and I took my exam the day before Thanksgiving. I passed, uh, got certified and I started working at my gym uh, in Seattle at the time uh, a month later. So which is really cool because my coach was now my fellow coach, uh, which is a really, 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 really cool thing. Um, so and- you said you said you started at like even close to 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. What, what do you weigh today? If I can ask you that question. If you're not comfortable with that, that's cool. No, that's fine. Um, I haven't, um, I haven't weighed myself in a bit. Um, if I had to guess, I've gotten a pretty good feel for where my body sits. Mm-hmm. I had to guess I'm probably about two ten. Um, but but the big change wow. for me, and and here's the um, here's the other thing. Um, numbers, people always say numbers don't lie. Numbers lie all the time, especially <laughs> when it comes to our bodies. Um, I 
if you look at the I'm gonna we, use that by the way. Hey, numbers lie all the time. Okay. <laughs> they really do. Feel free to take it. It's, it's open source. Um, numbers lie all the time. Because uh, the thing the thing the thing about our bodies is that um the scale number is incredibly deceptive. Um and for me, you know, people will say, well, you've only lost Excellent. It's like it's not only if you, you know because we do these body scans, right? Like there's different mm-hmm. there's different brands, and but but basically they measure your your fat versus your muscle versus water, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I've lost over the last three years net probably fifty to sixty, maybe seventy pounds of fat, and gained mm-hmm. twenty to twenty five pounds of muscle. And yeah. so then yeah. the way that all shakes out on the scale can make it look like you've made a smaller change than you have. But the crazy thing is, you know, even if, you know, if someone who's listening to this and they, they themselves believe that they're overweight, chances are you have more muscle on your body than you think you do. Uh-huh. Um, and so if, if you lose some of that fat, it's like, Oh wow, there's a whole other wardrobe underneath here. As it were. <laughs> um, now, now, what I the reason I asked that is more of a like you said, it's kind of like a qualifying question, right? M- maybe somebody who's like at you know level zero of fitness, like that would probably be me, you know, level zero. Mm-hmm. Um, when they hear something like, "Okay, I was this much weight, you know, three hundred pounds, and now I'm two hundred ten pounds," that's like to me, that's like inspiring. Even though numbers, you know, like you said, even though maybe you've done more than it actually looks like or whatever, to me, that's like still inspiring because at level zero, you see, okay, that person did what I want to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. They went from one weight to another weight. Now, when you get into it, sure, there's lots of, I think, it looks like there's deeper things that that are coming to play and and more stuff that you have to uh, kind of familiarize yourself with. But for me, it's just like uh, people who are listening to podcasts are going to want to know like, Who's who's talking right now, and what kind of what can they? What did their own journey look like, you know? And so yeah. that's what the question's all about. Yeah, for sure. And I think I, I I'm glad you mentioned that because I tell people this all the time, um, mm-hmm. both in a professional context and when I'm just talking to 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 people outside of sort of quote unquote work. If mm-hmm. I, I am the proof that it can be done, if I if my lazy unmotivated, uh, (laughs) not knowledgeable, easily intimidated self can do what I've done. Anybody can do it. Now, the results are going to look different for everybody. Um, You know, it's if your goal is to end up looking like Mr. Olympia, it's doable, but it's going to take a lot more work than than kind of what I've done. Um, But if your goal is I want to I want to feel better and I want to feel better about how I look it's doable because I've done it. And, okay. and so that's, that's, that's the heart of everything that I do. Let me break open one of these uh, like topics here, because it sounds like both of you were motivated by something, right? Similar, similar things in, in essence, but let's talk about motivation. I think that motivation is probably <clears throat> like step one or the important thing. Like why do you, for me, okay, it's not fitness, but I think it it applies in fitness, always comes back down to when I do something, there's a reason why I do it. And if if I don't have, like, if the reason is not more powerful than the pain that it takes to do it, then I will not continue doing that thing. Because at some point, the pain is going to be there and the reason is going to be there and both are going to be looking at me. And, you know, whichever is stronger (laughs) is going (laughs) to win. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So let's talk with Emma. What 
what do you think? Like, let's talk about motivation. How how important is it? What kind of things do you do? Uh, did you find motivated you? And what what advice would you give those who are looking for motivation to do this? So it's a fine line between motivation. Um, so you have like motivation and determination. And one's long term and one's short term. Motivation is something that happens short term where you could like wake up in the morning and go, oh, you know, I don't feel like doing it today. However, the determination is what's going to see you through like long term throughout. Um, in the instances of me waking up and, you know, want, having to do my run and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like running today. Um, in the past, like I've just kind of forced myself to do it. And that that sounds a bit weird, but I think if you force yourself to do something like that, even if you're not in the correct headspace, you feel so much better after because you because you just think, oh, cool, I got I got past this mental block. That means I can do this again if it ever comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the experience I've had in the past. Um, I don't know. It's I think the important thing with like fitness and diet is you have to find something that you enjoy doing. And that is the hardest part, I think, if mm-hmm. you are not a fit person or you're not like not you don't necessarily eat well. Um, just finding something to do, because even in like fitness, yeah, I run because I enjoy running, not because I see it as a job or a chore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I know people who go who go rock climbing, for example, because they enjoy it, but it also keeps them fit. I know people who go and play like squash and racket sports because it keeps them fit. They wouldn't, they don't enjoy running or any other sort of like cardio based sort of workouts, but they enjoy um, stuff like that because it's social. It gets them out. It, it, it doesn't feel like they're working out because they're playing a game. And mm. I think that's the hardest part when it comes to fitness is just identifying what you enjoy. Cause yeah, because uh, it's, it's trial and error it's a process of elimination and that will be the longest part but once you once you find it it is so good because then you can be like oh cool i can do this thing that i really enjoy doing and i get fit as a result yeah. it's like a, it's like, a, it's like a bonus sort of thing so yeah. i i heard this uh the strategy of how to do that not necessarily find what you enjoy but find something you enjoy and combine it with something you might not enjoy as much so like if running is is something that you think you need to do but uh, you don't really like to do it. Now, this is kind of counterintuitive and I want to, or counter to what you're saying, but I want to see what, what your response would be to it is like, let's say I really love listening to podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a special podcast I like to listen to, you know, maybe, you know, maybe the Bizarre MTG podcast is your special podcast. That you just, like to listen just to, to give an example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to give an example. Thank you. <laughs> so, so what some people would do would say, I'm not going to listen to the Bizarre MTG podcast unless I'm running. So it's like this bundling, right? Where they say, yeah. I'm going to do something like, or I'm going to get on the treadmill and that's when I'm going to watch my favorite show. I see it at the gym all the time. I see people with their phones getting out Netflix, watching whatever, or, mm-hmm. you know, and if, if that's what encourages them to do it, then cool. I'm fine with that. It's, you know, it's all about finding what works for you and if that works for you excellent you should do it because at the end of the day you are the most important person so you should do what's best for you um I don't do that personally because I just have like a running playlist on my Spotify and I just tend to zone out so even if I did have a podcast on I probably wouldn't pick it up because I'll just be 
you know, just, you know, away with the fairies running up, like doing my running. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to need access to this Spotify playlist, by the way. I will, I will, I will post it. Um, I, I, have a, I have a workout playlist as well. I have a feeling yours and mine are probably a little different. Um, probably, yes. Um, unless you're also a video game music and 90s nostalgia trash and uh, wrestling entrance theme fan. I mean, <laughs> most of those things, yes. Okay, great. <laughs> compatibility awesome well yeah we'll get both of those we'll put both those in the show notes sweet no sorry to carry on like running to a podcast is actually quite good or doing workout to a podcast because podcasts average on like hour hour and a half like time wise typically yeah yeah so it's like you can go cool i can start my workout at the start and at the end and then you can kind of leave it at that and then go but yeah it's a good indicator for time on workouts depending on what you're doing of course Mm. Yeah, to 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 follow along with that, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna break some news right here on your podcast. And, All right, and breaking this gonna, news. This is gonna <laughs> shatter a lot of people's brains, and I hope everybody's ready. No one needs to run, and I, what I why I say that is because <gasps> I I know <gasps> culture pearls, yes. my lands. <laughs> um, I say that because I I get I I I in my job I talk with people every day. Well, normally I talk to people every day um, who are coming in just like Emma and I did coming in from nothing. And it's, and, and so, so John, to use your example at that level zero, they know nothing. They know what they've heard, right. Or they know what they think they've seen and they think they see everybody running. Everybody's on a treadmill or everybody's yeah. out on a trail. If you like running and running helps keep you fit, then please run. If you don't, don't, I don't run. Okay, if I and I and I I say this with zero shame as a trainer, I don't run. I don't like it. I don't like the way it makes me feel. Um, if I'm running, the building better be on fire, or or a bear better be chasing. Me. Like, that's that's real talk. Um, what if that, there's a deal on soul rings? Would you run for that? <laughs> Foil soul rings, right? I mean, I'd run. How for good's that. the deal? <laughs> Okay. Okay. So we'll add we'll add cheapness in there because I am I am a cheap person. So we'll add. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you know. Okay. Wait. I got one. I got one to totally derail you. What if they had toilet paper at Target? Would you run to get that last? If you're bundle? asking me if this is supermarket sweep, then yes. I have, check it I out. Check it out. For, yes, a hundred percent. That that rules go out. If it's a game show or I can make it into a game show, then it's I'll run. To till, be fair. To be fair, I would sprint for an inflatable banana. Right. <laughs> Who wouldn't, right? Exactly. But but yeah, I, I think I think there are a lot of preconceived notions that we have um, that that really kind of crumble under under even a little bit of scrutiny. You know, when it ta- we talk about cardiovascular health and cardiovascular fitness and improving our conditioning and, and things like that, there are a million ways to do that. Emma mentioned a few people will play sports, people will rock climb. There's uh, there's boxing and martial arts. There's dance. There's spin, there's uh, yoga, there's hiking, there's swimming. I mean, I could I could sit here for an hour and just list all the ways you can get your heart rate up because that's really what it's about. I get my heart rate up by lifting weights and I do it in such a way that my heart rate comes up. I sweat, I burn fat, I build my muscle, I gain strength, I gain conditioning. That's how I choose to do it. To get back to the original point on motivation, um, the way I always describe this is um, I, as so as a trainer, 
um, people look to me for a lot and I tell them, here's what I can give you. I can give you knowledge. I can inspire you. I can push you. I can hold you accountable. I can teach you. I can guide you. Motivation is yours. Motivation's internal. All that other stuff can be external, but motivation is why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Why, what made me decide to do this in the first place? What keeps me doing it? Um, and and that's going to be different. That's going to be unique to everybody. Uh, I, I said what it was for me. It was about control. It was about my mental health more than anything else. It was about my perception of myself. Um, for some people, it's going to be more quote unquote superficial. It's about their, their physical appearance. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people have a goal. They want to climb a mountain or they want to run a race or they want to uh, mm-hmm. do X, Y, Z. That's whatever it is. Your motivation is yours. But if you go, if you don't know what, why you're doing something, to John, to your point earlier, if you don't know why you're doing it, you're not going to succeed at it. You yeah. have to know why you're doing it. And if you and that is the very first step to, to, to iron out before you ever lace up a pair of sneakers, pick up a weight, go into a gym, talk to a trainer. You got to know why you're doing it. And you've got it's got to be important enough to you that it's going to get you up on those days where you're like, oh, I don't really want to do it. Or it's going to keep you from uh, eating one of everything at Taco Bell when you know you shouldn't do that. And it's going to keep that fire lit and it's going to help you overcome the obstacles that are absolutely going to happen on every single person's journey. Um, The the why is everything. And if you don't have that set in stone from the jump, you are setting yourself up for failure. Okay. So establish the why that that's where it starts. Now, 100%. let's say we, we all have the why, right? Mm-hmm. What's next? So, Emma, what kind of resources do you, would you recommend for people getting started? It depends on what you want to do. Like, do you want to do cardio? Do you want to run? Do you want to do weights? Um, when, so when I decided um, in the time I lost all that weight just from eating, I started to go out walking more, very similar. Um, played a lot of Pokemon Go and stuff like that because that got me outside mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, I kind of looked at what I can do at home, like workout-wise. And and a good starting point, like YouTube's a really good hub for it, I find. Um, like doing like core exercises, like doing push-ups and stuff at home is so quite a good one. Because um, I'm, I'm training to do a half marathon at the end of the year. Um, so I've been looking up a lot awesome. of like, running websites. So like Runner's World is a really good one if you want to um, – get into running and they do these really good guys that tell you like running for beginners telling you what you should and shouldn't do all that kind of stuff and it's important to do your homework and just kind of consume as much content as you can get an understanding of like just get an understanding of um not to overdo it to begin with I think it's the big one I see a lot of people do Um, people overdo it so much to the point where they quit and don't go back and that's you know it's defeating the why that we've created um it sounds a lot like you just want to get started and then as you're going try to learn about things yeah it's probably, I, it's, it's a learning experience you're not going to know everything at the start because yeah. you know um one of the important things i've learned from working out the most important thing you need to do is listen to your body if you're ignoring mm-hmm. your body you're gonna fail um there are gonna be days where you're gonna be like okay i feel like i've got a twinge in my leg or you know my back's feeling a bit stiff Mm -hmm. oh i'll run it off it'll be fine 
that run could actually turn it into like shin splints or you know a tear a tear muscle and then you're out for like four to eight weeks or however long um <clears throat> if so i could important. remove if i could remove four words from everyone's vocabulary it would be no pain no gain this should not that. hurt yeah. this if it hurts something's wrong stop <laughs> Yes, stop, stop immediately. <laughs> Please stop. Oh man. But yeah, like like anything, when people start out, I think it's just there's a horrible mentality of that you need to do everything at once and you need to do it quickly. Um, same with like that, that's how I am. That's because like if I don't see results, people, I'm just like, boy, oh, do I have some bad news working. for you, sir? This is it. People people think about the the end and don't think of the bit in the middle, and the bit in the middle is the most important part. Um, yeah. they want they want the results quickly and it's not going to work. Um, it's like going on a diet and trying to alter your eating habits and eating plans. If you cut so much stuff, a certain thing out straight away, you're gonna go you're gonna go cold turkey. And you're just gonna want it more. And then similar to um, working out, if you do too much at once, you will probably break your body and then you will not return because you have this mindset of oh that hurt me before. Why should I do that again? Whereas actually, it's just all about doing it incrementally and strengthening your body to the point where you can do lots of it but it's pa patience is a horrible thing for some people it's just something you can't really especially magic players we want to win oh, right now <laughs> yeah uh, i i feel that one thing that was inspiring to me was uh so i used to work in it and uh it was me and these other guys and uh one of the guys just one day was like i'm gonna start running and we were like, yeah, go for it, dude. You know, yeah. <laughs> and it, we're just a bunch of IT guys, you know, so sedentary work style, you know, none of us were particularly fit. Um, so anyways, we watched this guy's journey. Like one day he walks in, he's doing like a hundred mile run, you know, and Jeez. this is like, of course, this is like five years later. Right. But like, if you look back, it's like, wow, you know, he was just like one of us, you know, he was just. An IT guy who just, you know, sat at his desk and worked and, you know, we always would eat. The biggest question in the in the office would be nine o'clock. What's for lunch? You know, what are we, what are we going to eat? Yeah. And, and you just watch this guy's transformation. Like year after year, you know, he would just take gradual steps. First, he just started running, you know. Second, you know, just like you said, he was doing like a 5K. And then he was doing a half marathon. And then he was doing a whole marathon and then he was in a running club, which ran every, you know, every day after work or something. And then he was doing these crazy, you know, he was doing all these marathons and then like these yeah. relay races and then trail racing. And like, it's like, now he's like a crazy, you know, like triathlon athlete or something like, that. I don't know what wow. they're called, but, but yeah, it's crazy. Cause like, he's like older than us, you know, he was just as not as fit as us, you know? And like, now he's just like, like this monster, you know, not like, mm -hmm. like bulky wise, but just like, he's a, like a really great athlete. Shout out to Joe, it's, by the way. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well it's done, stuff like yeah. Well done. Um, it's stuff like that, that will inspire people to get fit as well because they actually see the progress. And I think that's a really good thing to have access to. If you just know someone that's been through that journey, you're like, Oh, I can do that because this person did it. So What's, right, what is but it? when when you look at it though, it's like, well, that took five years, yep. you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but and, that's... And, and the thing is, you don't need to do those triathlons or those marathons right, or right. all those miles. You can just 
run like 10k a week 15k a week and be fine with that you don't need to keep pushing yourself there yeah. are there is a point where you can just be happy with what you're doing you don't need to you don't need to do all these achievements and targets if you have them fantastic but don't feel like i need to do that because he did it in five years sort of thing there's everyone has like different goals and different perceptions of what they want from fitness yeah, probably a different pace. And one of the things my mind says is, hey, if you want to do that and it's going to take five years, you should probably get started now then. <laughs> Instead of just keep looking at it and being like, dude, that's going to take forever. It's like, yeah, well, <laughs> when are it's you going to It's an old trainer's cliche that the best day to start was yesterday. The second best is today. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, you identified something really important there. This is a long game. Um, now if we're being honest, yes, there are shortcuts. Um, we know that steroids exist, Wait, right? For- Emma said there's no shortcuts. Okay. There are no good shortcuts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's what I should There's no good yes, shortcuts. There are shortcuts. They, th- the price, I promise you, I've seen what, what these things do to people's bodies. It is not worth it. Um, I can tell you that if it seems somehow logical that if you just stop eating that you will lose weight. Um, that won't work because when your body nope. is starving, it holds on to everything rather than, and, and, and it gets rid of the good stuff like um, your life. So yep. don't stop eating. Um, things like, you know, things like steroids and similar things like that will take everything else from you to give you those muscles. They are not worth it. I, I, I know I could fill a room with people who will sit there and tell you that they did it and they wish they hadn't. Um, yeah. So for the rest of us who are playing by the rules um, and who are staying inside the lines, yeah, it's it's a long game. Now, the thing is, you know, we talk about getting started um, and going a little bit at a time. That is the sustainable way to do it. It's 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 building upon each thing. It's it's taking one small step and turning that into two small steps, and then three, and then five, mm-hmm. and then ten, and then before you know it, you're off and you know, you'll, you'll, you'll look back and six months or a year will have passed and you're like, wow, my, my clothes, I'm in, I'm in, you know, I'm three sizes smaller on my clothes. And, you know, I have a, like the funniest thing happened to me. And this is, this is a story I tell all the time. So I had a, a very long beard for years and years from like 2014 until, uh, beginning of last year, I had a beard that was down to like my belly button. All right, where are and the pictures? Where are the pictures? There are many. I, there are many, <laughs> many, many pictures. Um, so that beard was always a thing. And that beard was a thing when I was 270, 280, 290, right? Uh-huh. So a year and a half after I started my fitness journey, and just as I was starting working as a trainer, I decided to cut it off. Um, and my barber did it, and he turned me around, and I was like, I have a jaw? because i had never had a jawline before in my entire life my face had always been round because i had always carried extra weight and those are by the way i feel that those those are the kinds of things that will absolutely blow your mind and and make you realize that that it's been worth it it's again numbers lie all the time you're gonna step on the Mm -hmm. scale sometimes and you're gonna be like there's no way that's right it's probably not Mm -hmm. um but it's those it's those moments. It's someone who hasn't seen you in a while saying, "Wow, you look fantastic!" Or, or, or did you yeah. realize that that look at look at look at the way your arm fills that sleeve? Look at the way, you know, you know, look look at how good your butt looks, or whatever it is, right? Like it's 
it's those moments that are just those that is the that is the proof that Mm -hmm. is that is you know like Emma said, some people want to run the marathon or like your friend wants to is doing sounds like iron, you know, Iron Man stuff. Yeah, Good Iron for Man them. Stuff. That doesn't have to be everybody's journey. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's going to be that pair of incentive jeans that's been in the closet for years that you're like, I am going to fit into these damn things. <laughs> that that can be the prize at the end of the rainbow, you know, like that. That's that's where we make our money on this. I think to your story, the thing that you had uh, the benefit of is seeing what people usually see gradually over time you got to see it all at once when the beard got cut off yeah and i think i think one thing is like you don't realize the gradual changes that are happening and then when someone else brings it up and says hey you look great or hey you know uh have you lost weight or something like that um i think that's when it brings uh brings to to your attention oh there's something's actually happening even though i don't notice it because so gradual well and that's the thing we are we are the last people our own progress like mm, right you know, just sure. like the numbers lie the mirror lies all <laughs> yes. The time. um yes. everyone is everything is against us mirrors and numbers are the enemy um i noticed we, like you know i'm not i'm not on the same like you, you both of you have these journeys which is great and i want to talk about it because i'm interested in hey how can i be more fit or how can i lose some weight for me it's losing uh, some weight you know i've always had a struggle with weight i've always um you know, food, food is my friend, you know, like when I, when I growing up, one of the things, one of the things that I learned, like psychologically is that growing up, food was always associated with like good times or good things. And I had a lot of bad times in my childhood growing up, but one thing that was always good was the food, right? My mom would cook food or if we had means you know, we, we didn't have a lot of means when I was growing up. So like when we had means, we'd have a good meal. You know, that was one thing. So it always signified like goodness to me. And so uh, going into my adult life, you know, not to psychoanalyze myself or whatever, but food was always uh, something that I would um, gravitate toward. And so for me, like I have that struggle, you know, between like wanting to be fit, wanting to eat or having that like mental um I don't even know what to call it, mental stronghold or mental training to go to food, you know? And one thing I noticed is, is that there are certain foods that I could just cut out of my diet and it would make a huge difference, like soda, mm-hmm. you know, like, yes. I, I like go, going, going to Emma's point, you know, where she said, do something you like. I found out that I like iced tea, unsweetened iced tea. You know, I just, I actually just like that. I prefer that to soda. So when I changed my diet and said, okay, I'm not going to drink soda anymore, or I'm not going to eat French fries anymore. Like those two things, like gradually changed my weight, you know, Mm, it stopped, stopped my weight from growing, uh, you know, up, you know, and, and, uh, and started trending downward, you know? Yep. That's how it works. That's the, you, 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 you nailed it. That's, that's how I did it. That sounds like that's how Emma did it. It's one thing at a time. Um, For me, it was energy drinks. I was, if you've ever had amp energy drink, um, I was on like four of those a day for a while. And and how that didn't melt my insides, I don't know. But (laughs) Oh, I was similar with Monster. Yeah, it was like a thousand empty calories a day on top of everything else, the fast food and the pizza and all that stuff. So that the, I, I said, okay, I'm not going to do it's, you know, when, when you see on like the TV shows where like they'll take their arm and they'll sweep out the whole kitchen cabinet at once. It's very <laughs> dramatic. Don't do that. All right. Like that's, that's not, that's not going to work. 
for me, I started with, I was like, I, I was like the, en- the energy drinks are our enemy number one. So I, I, that was the first thing. And from there, it was like, okay, I got that. Now what can go next? Now what can go next? Now what can go next? And right. it's one, again, same idea. It's building that momentum one thing at a time. And, and you reach that state where you realize two things. One, you treat the so magic players, right? Food is mana. Food is a resource. Okay. <laughs> it is. That's how you have to treat it. Um, most of the time. It's a resource. It's fuel. It's, it's, it is something to be managed. It serves a, a practical purpose. But... I like to have a Nyx Blumation out and triple my my mana. You well, know that's I, I would, <laughs> that just I sounds would, greedy. Yeah, I think you need to. I think you need to to, to maybe throw a little a little winter orb static orb kind of action on, on, on the on the stack here. Because here's the thing: when you are when you get into that groove and you are making the kind of progress, your body is responding. You will be able to enjoy yourself from time to time. You will yeah. be able to have those french fries or the ice cream or the tr- or, or the mom's home cooked meal whatever it is mm-hmm. and not feel racked with guilt it is not an all or nothing proposition for 99% of us now if you are going to do a bodybuilding show and you're getting cut down to single digit body fat yes you are all or nothing. If you are doing, I'm good with that. By the way, yeah, exactly. Me, me too. I'm, I'm fine. Me, me great. I, 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 I am very proud. I have no abs. I've seen my abs. I probably never will. I'm okay with it. That's not my goal. Um, but anyway, unless you are doing some, or, or if you're training for the Olympics, right? Unless it is on that extreme fringe level. It doesn't have to be like, I've had one Oreo cookie, therefore I have failed. I'm wrecked. It's over. (laughs) And we tell ourselves that, right? I missed one day at the gym or I missed one run or I ate one cookie and it's over. It's not like that. Can I go back to something you said? Because it's kind of, it's funny to me. You don't have abs, right? But you're a trainer. Well, I do. I do. I just can't see them. Okay, so you can't see your abs. abs. We all have abs. So there you go. Everybody's got abs. Yay. <laughs> but like as a trainer, does does that like ruin your street cred? You know, I'm glad you asked that because there are people who will look me in the eye and tell me that I shouldn't be a trainer because I'm not chiseled out of stone. Right. Um, <laughs> if you are choosing a trainer, if you're looking. So, so talking about getting started, if you need help, talk to somebody. Um, a, a trainer who's worth their salt won't charge you just to talk to them. Um, talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. If you are choosing a trainer based purely on how they look, it is like, um, what's an analogy? It's, it's like choosing to buy the brand name food item that is identical to the store brand food item, but you're going to pay a 200% premium because it's got the brand name on it. Oh, packaging, packaging, marketing. Exactly. Exactly. I, some of the worst trainers I know are the best looking ones um, because some of the worst trainers I know that are the best looking ones are on steroids because yeah. they're not, they're not really that training is what they do because they have the body, right? It's, it's, it's they're, they're, they're models. They're, they're, they're Instagram influencers in their own head. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fitness is not purely aesthetic. Right. It is that for a lot of people. And that again, nothing invalid about that. But he who has abs is not necessarily best. 
Yeah, here's the here's the thing. If you see um, a bodybuilder or a fitness model on Twitter or Instagram, right, right. and they've got they've got the eight pack, right? They look awesome, right? Veins right. everywhere, muscles bulging. They did <laughs> that is one day because that is as long as you because because men um, and some women who are who are doing bodybuilding shows and fitness competitions are down to four or five or even three percent body fat. That is morbidly unhealthy. And, and the minute that show is over, they go eat literally everything in sight because they are dying. So before that show, they take a year's worth of pictures of them in their totally shredded state and they piece those out to last the whole year. Nobody lives that way 365 days. It's not possible. Yeah. I, now tell me if this is true. This is what I think. I think like if you do anything, if you have a trainer at anything, if you have a magic trainer, uh, fitness trainer, uh, any kind of thing that you want to get better at and you're trying to learn from somebody, you don't, the person that you're trying to learn from does not have to be the best of the best of the best. They just have to be someone who's going to help you learn the thing that you want to learn or get you to a level where you want to be, right? Because it, it doesn't matter there you have so far to go right you as a person have to develop so much and mm-hmm. so if someone's going to help you get even 25% of the way there the first 25% of the way that's worth it right because mm-hmm. and anybody's going to you know anybody who can help you get 25% is worth the investment in my opinion because you would not be that 25% of the way now if you have to pick up someone else to go the 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 25 to the 50% then that's fine too. Like to me, it's like, hey, like if I'm going to get a magic trainer, just to put it this way, I would rather learn from the guy who is winning all the FMs, right? But has not top aided a star city. Mm-hmm. If I'm not winning the FMs, right? right? Because don't I, I yeah. want to win the FMs? Like I, okay. I made that. Yes, that's that. I love that analogy. Thank you. Because I made that mistake early on in that I found a professional bodybuilder on Instagram who was offering quote unquote online training. That's why you're so salty. <laughs> well, because here's the, that is a whole that is a whole cottage industry, and it right. is. Um, I I I've never wasted money on anything more than I, because it was just a word document with a generic workout that was just emailed to me by his assistant, um, wow. because because they made a mistake and he forgot he included me on a thing that's like oh yeah send this guy the workout for this week. I was like I couldn't believe it, but but. Your, your point is absolutely right. I can't, maybe someday, I mean, I have it in the back of my mind that maybe someday I would like to, to do serious bodybuilding just to see if I can do it. Right. I'm not there today. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. may, but at that point, that's when I go to that person, right? right. When, I am, when, I am, when I am prepared to take that step. But just to your analogy, don't worry about learning from the world champ if you're not close to being the world champ. Yeah, you know well, you don't it, need Paulo. You don't need Paulo to get better at magic. Okay, correct. There's probably plenty of things that other people can teach you, or that even motivate you. Like one of the things that it just kind of if you if you take it out of the fitness realm for a little bit and just look at your everyday life with your friends, there are some friends who are in bad shape like you in some area, but can still motivate you and you can motivate each other. I've seen this happen for people who um, are trying to overcome addictions together, right? Yes. Or something like this. Yeah. These two people who are addicted are helping each other with accountability and be motivated 
to become not addicted to something, you know? So it's like, yeah, they, they're, they're not in any different place. They're in the same place, but the value is in the motivation that they bring or the value is in the perspective that they bring that's outside of yourself. Yes. Yes. And that's the thing. As a trainer, I have a lot of knowledge, right? I know a lot about mm -hmm. how our bodies work and why a push-up is good for you and why a, a crunch is... Don't ever do a crunch. Again, anybody, the rest of your life, by the way. More oh, breaking gosh. news. Oh, nope. Disgusting. No, they'll, sh they'll shred your back. I and, did not and, know and that. They'll shred your back yeah, and, 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 so get, and they're not nearly that effective. Um, and they are. Well, wait, really, let's just, really... how am I supposed to get abs then? Plank, my friend. Plank. Planks are great. Planks I are hate the planks. planks. Well, guess what? <laughs> planks and push ups. So, planks, planks are when you like just put your legs up, right? And you hold them up. Wait, is that what? a plank? No. Plank is, is when you're kind of, you're on your elbows and then you're on your toes and your body is flat like a. Oh, okay, you, okay. Like a plank. And then you like just a plank? You push, your, you, see? you push your body up and then you just feel the tension in your core, just hold your it. stomach, and your abs yep. for like 30 seconds. Normally, this is the average. And then thing. the next thing, and the thing about planks is you do it. You do it the first time. You're like, oh, I only lasted. I only lasted thirty seconds. Well, the next time you do it, it'll be thirty five, and then the next time it'll be forty because your core is going to respond to that. But yeah, don't ever do a plank or not a plank. Don't ever do a crunch again the rest of your life. Wow, I used to always do crunches. <laughs> nope, nope. Very, very. But um, oh god, what were we even talking about? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. As a, as a the, trainer, the, tra I have the train is off the tracks, man. We are. It is. I got it. So I got it. It's fine. It's we've, fine. We've, I'm learning as well here. <laughs> I, I've got I've got a ton of I've got a ton of empirical science that I can cite and all that. None wait, of that. Let me, let me ask you something else. Okay, so we're still on this planks thing, and this because I'm like mind blown here. Sure. So I was doing this boxing thing a couple months ago, which also when you said you know you could box to get your heart rate up, I was yeah. like, boy, ever like, oh my gosh, uh -huh. like this Such was a good like, workout. It was killer and um, insane. But one of the things they had us do was put our feet under the bag and okay. then do these sit-ups. Now, is that you're not supposed to do that? Are you talking about that too? Because we would sit up and then punch the bag, you know? I would have to see it. I would say that if your whole body is coming up and you're hinging at your waist, yeah. then it's probably okay. Um, the reason crunches are no good is because they um they they they, they rip up uh, your lower back, is what you're saying, they, right? They put you in an extreme state of Spinal flexion is this is the technical term. Basically, think about your spine likes to be straight, and you are bending it from both ends. It's uh, not good. You don't want to bend it's your bad. spine. You don't want no. to bend your spine that violently. Um, you want to be. I mean, yes, we have to manipulate our spine to do lots of things. Yeah. That particular way of doing it is far more harm than good. Um, okay. And yeah, so I. Yeah, I, I, I could go. This is another thing I talked for an entire day about. Is is, is <laughs> don't do that. By the way, the podcast has a time limit. But yeah. I understand that's why I'm just. <laughs> but so like so there, there's there's an example. I've got all this knowledge. None of that means anything if I can't effectively work with the person I'm coaching. None of that means anything if if they don't respond to my style. If I'm not listening to them and uh -huh. responding to what they're telling me. If I'm not making adjustments for that and and and, and that goes to you know, magic the same way it's like you know you could sit in front of a pro and they're like okay we'll do this this and that and you're like okay but i came to ask about something completely different you didn't even answer me you've got to find someone who when you're talking about getting help with things like this some, find someone who's going to meet you where you are 
and not force you to come to where they are because that doesn't ever work out. Mm -hmm. So I think we covered, we covered a lot of ground. We're pretty deep in the podcast. I think we're probably at about an hour um, ish. Close to that. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'd like to do is, okay, we have uh, some magic players out there who are listening. Uh, I'd like to kind of just give them something to take home. What, what is it? What is it that, Say someone wants to be more fit, okay? Maybe they want to lose some weight or they want to just be more healthy and more uh, fit. What are some of the, I guess, the, what are the things that we can give them a takeaway? Maybe maybe three to five things that they can take, apply to their lives, and see some kind of result. Yeah. How about Emma? Why don't you start with you? Um, the first one that comes to my mind is just drink more water. <laughs> wow. Really? Okay. Just drink more Man. water. <laughs> just drink more water if you why, don't like why? water what does it do why drink more water everything well tell if, me and if you don't like water there is squash and cordial which re- removes the taste of water with something slightly sugary and it's like the sugar content is so low you won't notice um, <laughs> and considering considering our bodies are <clears throat> excuse me are 80 made of water um or probably even more than that it's really important just for hydration it's important for you know just general um what's the word like endurance it just keeps you focused it it allows our body to tick it it operates on water so it's incredibly important just to have like eight glasses a day i think is like the recommended average half half your body weight half your body weight in ounces okay so Uh, so if you weigh 200 pounds aim for 100 100 ounces of water and you'd be amazed how much you lose weight from drinking water as well. 100%. Um, also, it's really good for your system. It clears out all the bad toxins and all the all the rubbish as well. Um, it's just really good for you. And it's like the bread and butter of any sort of fitness is just drink some water, especially if you're looking to exercise as well, because you will need to hydrate for your exercise. If you are hydrated, you will not be as hungry or hangry as the case may be. That's one thing I noticed when I was on the diet it's like your stomach so your body sometimes you will misunderstand hunger for just being thirsty so your stomach will rumble and you think oh gee i need to get something to eat my stomach you might just need some water you might just be dehydrated because your body will behave in the same way as it would as it would be hungry so so would you say when you feel hungry maybe try to drink water first you should drink water with your meal as well to be fair because um Mm. If you drink water with your meal, you're diluting dinner or diluting your meal. So there's it takes longer for it to pass through as well. Mm. And you feel a little bit more full. But yeah, just drink more water, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I saw this thing the other day. It's a it's a water, it's like um a water bottle that measures how much you've been drinking. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like this thing blew my mind because I I, everyone says, oh, drink this much glasses of water a day. I don't know how much it is or whatever. But to me, I'm like, yeah, but well, how will I know? I'm not going to keep track of that. And I guess there's this water bottle that does it. If you drink it, it tells you how much you drink. And then if you look at it, you'll say, oh, no, I need to drink more water. And you'll just keep, you know, using it, I guess. Have you heard mm-hmm. of that? Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. It basically, instead of it, instead of it having the lines that, go from like 24 ounces down to 20 to whatever it uh-huh. does the reverse. Right. And so it starts out kind of at zero and then it goes, Oh, now I've had eight. Now I've had 16. Now I've had, yeah, it, it, it helps your brain visualize it 
in a way that makes more sense to us. Yeah, that's um, to me because like I I, I yeah. don't know how much water I am drinking. You know, I have no idea. The answer is not enough, and that's true for ninety nine percent of us. Okay, yeah. tip one: drink more water. Okay, give us a tip, Dave. Uh, Emma stole mine. So well, well done, Emma. Correct. Um, <laughs> yeah, she 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 responded with active treason. Thank you. Um, <laughs> had to get a magic choke in there. Um, what I what I would say, um, you know, we're talking to magic players specifically, and and this is something that's very near and dear to my heart. Wait, isn't um, active treason a sorcery? She can't respond with it. Never whatever. <laughs> whatever. Listen. I play Active Commander, aggression. okay? Active I don't know. Is, is instant. All right, we got it. We're on track. Thank you. Okay, yeah. I play Commander, okay? I don't know this. All right. Um, this one's very near and dear to my heart because I, you know, I was, I was the, I was the lonely geek growing up. I was in the band. I played card games. I collected action figures. Um, I played, you know, I played Magic as uh, once I got older. Played video games. I very much did not feel like I belonged in this world, and I felt like this was a world that was not meant for me. Um, that is not true. Uh, this is something that is there for anybody who wants it. Uh, the key is, and so the tip is talk to somebody and it doesn't have to be a, I mean, I, I, I'm a trainer. There are good trainers everywhere who you can talk to. It doesn't have to be a trainer. It can be some, your, your friend who know, who goes to the gym a couple times a week. It could be your friend who is a, a runner, hiker, a mountain climber, whatever, a swimmer. Um, it can be uh, uh, it can be anybody. Just just be like, how what 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 what? what just, just talk, mm-hmm. talk to somebody, and and free yourself of that feeling that this is not something that you are supposed to do. This is like like even if you're still in high school, high school's crap. It's not the jocks versus everybody else. That's not life, okay? We can be, like, I've taken pictures at the gym in my tank top, all sweaty with my muscles and the whole thing, holding magic cards because those are my worlds. And I, I my favorite sh- shirt to wear to the gym is the swole shirt with the forest symbol in the O. The, <laughs> like, that, is, that is my gym shirt, right? Like, I, and people are like, yo, I love that shirt. I'm like, yeah, you have no idea what it means. So thanks, bro. But um, my, my, my tip and something to take home is that if it's been at the back of your mind and you're like, well, I, I, I want to, but I don't know if I should or, or if it's right. Talk to somebody. Um, talk to me. Talk to Emma. Talk to your friend Bob or Susie or whoever. Talk to somebody um, and, and find your path because your path is going to be different than everybody else's. But the first thing is don't ever allow yourself to feel like you can't or shouldn't do this. Yeah. I like that. I like that because uh, it's for everyone. Fitness is and health is for everyone. And, you know, even though we are, we are geek people, you know, we, we can, we can be, we can be fit. We can be healthy as well. Have you all seen like Josh Lee Kwai and, and my, my yeah, roommate, yeah. Olivia Gobert Hicks, who, who deadlifts grown ass men. For yeah. fun, like, yeah, Olivia's is something else. I, I definitely seen her picking people up at Magic Fest. <laughs> she, could de- she could deadlift me, no problem, right now. If I walked upstairs and said deadlift me, she could That's just like no big deal. And so, again, the proof is everywhere. We, the two of us, are proof, the two of them are proof. There's proof everywhere. All right, Emma, give us a tip. 
Oh, I'm kind of out. I was kind of really banking. Oh, man, the water. Ah! <laughs> um, we, we traded each other's uh, tips there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only two tips. There's basically Trade two things these. you have to do, okay? Yeah, that's think, it. We're done. I fitness think, is fitness is covered. Fitness think, is easy. I think the one one of the most important ones is like a point going back early. It's just not overdo it in a short space of time. Just yep. do it. In an incremental and healthy pace, and you will see results. You don't want to do, you don't want to take on too much, too much at once. And I think it's also important to identify if you want to eat better first or exercise first. I don't recommend doing both at the same time because it puts your body, it puts a lot of stress on your body, and your body might, it could potentially break down. It could there could be a lot of damage involved. But um, I think it's good to go one way or the other just so you can get used to it because you don't want to overburden yourself of all this change and then you know you might just quit because it might be too much for you so I think it's just important just to identify what you want and do it at a healthy pace as opposed to oh you know I need to do this keto diet that's going to be really terrible for me in in six months time because I'm not eating properly or whatever um also don't do it because it is awful for you thank you Um, (laughs) And the same with exercising, like don't run like 30k in in like a week because you're you're you will you will hurt yourself. And as much as you want to do this, it's not worth hurting yourself over it to the point where you have to stop. Because there's nothing worse than being injured and not being able to go out and do exercises or et cetera, et cetera. So it's just you need to be a little bit patient to reap the rewards. I think that's important. I think that's a good tip to not not overdo it and take it one step at a time, and just uh, make make small changes. You know, you also might get frustrated because, like before, was saying like you know you don't really notice the change, so you might get frustrated thinking, oh gee, I need to really like go hundred ten percent on it because I'm not seeing the results. But you kind of have to see beyond that and just kind of think later on down the line. Um, like from a personal perspective, when I was on my diet losing weight, there were weeks where I lost no weight at all, and I was and it's like, what the hell? What you know? I've been eating mm-hmm. really well this week. Blah 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 blah. Um, <clears throat> it's just there's there are going to be some weeks where you will see no change, and that is completely fine because maintaining it is more important than the numbers. The fact that you haven't put on the weight is also quite is, is more important than going. Oh, I haven't lost any weight. You kind of have to look at look at it from the opposite end is Mm -hmm. is how i my previous experience anyway i think on around around those lines there was this um this saying that uh my wife told me she was taking this uh this class for for work and they, they were teaching leadership or something like that the phrase was like so like it just blew my mind and i could apply it to so many things in life and i think you can apply it to this too and the phrase was failure is not fatal so like if you have a setback or if you fall off the wagon of your diet, if you were trying to do a diet, say you're saying, I'm not going to drink any soda pop. And then you drink soda or something like that. Or say you were trying to lose weight and then you gained weight instead. The important thing is, is that that isn't fatal. That, that setback, you could just get back on the, on the horse. You could just next time not drink pop, or you can just continue on your path and, and try to, continue to try to lose weight it doesn't have to be the end if you mess up once funny thing is john um that is actually a winston churchill quote and the quote is success success is not final failure is not fatal it is the courage to 
that counts and that can be applied to everything nice yeah i didn't know yeah. the rest of the quote that's so yeah, cool look at that winston, winston churchill quote dropping nice. my british history bombs thank that, you that man, that man had some good lines that's for yeah. sure all right winston churchill podcast coming up next here we go <laughs> all right dave any any more tips for our eager listeners well, who since since emma then took the one i was gonna take next um wow i know great minds think alike huh her, her deck is just stealing things. Her deck just steals things and clones things. That's all it does. I'm blue a fallen players. shinobi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, blue. Um, I love blue. Who am I kidding? Um, I would I would just take that a step further. And all of those things that you just described, John, those are going to happen um, to everybody at almost every point. There are going to be days where you slip on your nutrition. There are going to be days where... Um, you didn't lift more than you lifted last time. There are going to be days where the scale goes the wrong way or the clothes fit the wrong way or whatever, whatever, whatever. Those things are going to happen. Um, we learn and we, we learn more and we get more results out of the setbacks and the obstacles than we do when things are real, real easy. If things feel really, really easy, smooth, you're doing something wrong and you need to challenge yourself more. Because the challenge is how we grow and how we progress, right? Like on a very fundamental level, how do we grow muscle to make it stronger and bigger? We break it down first. When we lift weights, we're breaking the muscle down. It recovers and grows and gets stronger. So that, that is an apt analogy for the process overall. It's, mm -hmm. it's, there, are gonna be, there are absolutely going to be those points where things are going to break down. So it's about how you respond and overcome. And so my tip then is, and this is something that Magic players should know well, get really comfortable with having goals and being accountable to goals. So like if you're a Magic player and you're looking to get good at competitive Magic, right? You may, your first goal may be to, to top eight, uh, might be to win an FNM. And then maybe it's just to, to make day two of a GP and then it's top eight and then it's, and then it's, and then it's. Same ideas, right? Like, it, you know, it's, I'm going to start with this thing that's that's attainable and that's insight for me right now. And then I'm going to check that box. And now I'm going to go on to the next thing. And that may be in how much weight you're lifting. It may be in your your weight. It may be in uh, the size of your your muscles or a particular muscle group. If you if you're if you're really invested in um, your chest or your arms or whatever, um, maybe it is to see abs. Maybe it is to do bodybuilding. Maybe it is to run a race, whatever it is. Have those big, ambitious way down the road goals and have smaller intermediate goals to get you there because that is what's going to keep you going through those setbacks, those obstacles, those plateaus that are naturally going to come in every single person's journey. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's it, it, the, the, That is overcoming those hurdles is where we make our money. It's not when things are feeling great and you go and you feel like you could do it. Those days are when I'm like, well, what am I doing wrong? Like, what? <laughs> for I, I real? The, no. I, I, I kind of have the opposite mindset. I just kind of get bored, I guess, because I'm not being challenged. I think There's that's that how too. I sit. Yeah. There's I'm that just too. Like, that's, how, that's how I sit, but that's just how I am as a person. So I enjoy challenges. Well, yeah. think about it with Magic, right? I mean, how many Magic players want to play the exact same deck every game of Magic they play for years and years on end? But we we don't. It. You kind of have to weigh up. Would you? Would you? Except rather... for Matt Nass. 
but yeah. Well, there's always the exception that proves the rule. He's a machine. Um, <laughs> he is. Shout out to like, me. It's like, weighing, it's like weighing up with magic. Like, would you rather win a really, really easy game that took like no time and no effort at all? Or would you rather l- lose a game, a magic that was really close and had these really intricate like decision trees that you actually learned quite a lot from? For me, hmm. I would happily learn the latter because I, I appreciate learning and understanding stuff john's like i don't know i kind of want to win the way i see it is i'm not learning if i just smash someone in the face for five minutes because they had like a bad hand they didn't draw their lands or what xyz reason yeah for me it's 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 the learning process and i think you long term you will be a better magic player if you have those intricate sort of decisions where they could even lead to mistakes or lead to something that you know helps you win the game I think that can be applied to fitness. Like, you know, if it's too easy, then are you actually learning anything? Which is probably no. That's that's beautifully said. That's I I a thousand percent agree with that. Yeah, that's 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 why I say. It, but everyone has different realities, and so I'm yeah. So that's my approach. all right. Well, I think we touched on a bunch of topics. There was some stuff that I'd wanted to get to, but we didn't. So here's what we'll do. Uh, we'll put it out to the listeners. If you have questions, uh, just shoot those questions at us or me or in any of the social media that we're about to give. And if we get enough questions, we'll get this merry band together again and tackle the the fitness questions, right? Sounds good. I mean, I'd be interested to talk about like dietary for magic tournaments. I think that I think that's a yeah. really cool one to talk about. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, fitness and 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 its effect on your magic game, the mental health that it brings, and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, uh, there was a bunch of things about uh, building a routine and myth busting and mm-hmm. stuff that we didn't cover. But we're deep. We're deep in this podcast, <laughs> and we deep. don't. You know, we don't. <laughs> we just don't, we don't have the time. I don't think. I know. So, uh, so yeah, I'd love to, and, and, you know, doing this again sounds fun. So if you, if you two are on board, let's see if Absolutely. we can get another episode together. I would love to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, all right. So why don't you tell us where these people can shout out at you and where they can find you and what projects you're look, working on. Anything you want to say, this is your time to say it, you know, um, we'll start with, uh, let's start with Dave this time. Okay. Um, easiest place to find me is on Twitter. Uh, I am, and I'm, I think you're going to, uh, you have this or whatever. Twitter is uh, Davey K-U-M-D, D-A-V-I-E-K-U-M-D. Yes, I've heard the jokes. No, they're not new. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the easiest place to find me. Um, uh, there I've got, um, uh, I, I do have a, a, a Ko-Fi page there where I self-publish stuff. Um, I post all my stuff that I'm, I'm my, my, my main sort of projects right now um, is, is I self-publish some magic stuff and then I publish for uh, Cool Stuff Inc. every week, um, which reminds me I have to finish my article when I get done here. Um, and then uh, also on Twitch, uh, Mooks311, M-O-O-K-S-3-1-1. Um, I've been streaming a bit more uh, lately because uh, I've got some time on my hands. Um <laughs> But, you know, and, and, and I will say this, too. Um, if you again, I mentioned this earlier, but I can't say this enough. If you have a question that you think I might be able to answer as a trainer, please ask me um, any trainer who's like, well, I can answer that question, but it's going to cost you 50 bucks. Um, tell them to tell them where to go. 
Um, I'm happy to answer a question. Um, if if you're only someone for 25, who, though, you know. Well, I mean, if, <laughs> if, you, if you got one of them foil soul rings, then we could talk. Yeah. Um, uh, please, please, please. There is no harm in asking. Um, I am always happy to have a conversation. If I can help somebody get a little bit of clarity at some point every day, then I'm doing my job, whether I'm getting quote unquote, getting paid in that for that or not. So please, please, please ask. I am, I am here and I am happy. I am happy to help however I can. Right on. And all that stuff will be in the show notes. How about you, Emma? Right. So you can find me on Twitter at Mzine. So that's E M M M Z Y N E. Um, I, Pretty much in terms of projects at the moment, I'm just writing for TCG Player, which I write for, uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, Tuesday, like midday American time, the time zones are really weird because our clocks just change, so everything's like whatever. Um, so yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like um, so yeah, like mid Tuesday afternoon, my articles go up. Um, and to be honest, the other thing I'm focused on is my fitness, ironically, um, which is what this uh, podcast is about today. Um, Yes, ex- extending the point. If anyone has a question about like cardio and running, that kind of thing, feel free to reach out. Same going with magic content in general. If you've got any questions about content, I'm happy to help. You know, because you know we should be helping each other and not yes. pay- paywalling information. But that's 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 my that's my take on it. Um, but yeah, find me every Tuesday over at TCG Player, writing sweet budget articles. So yeah, right on. And uh, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter as well. Twitter's the place to be, uh, Medina underscore MTG. And uh, our Patreon is the same. So if you want to support the podcast, uh, it's Medina underscore MTG. And if you want to ask me a question about fitness, feel free. Uh, I will probably not have (laughs) (laughs) answers for you. But uh, you can ask me about other stuff, and I'm happy to talk about that as well. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And we'll get you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.